Soul Filler Diaries is here to meet you wherever you are on your life path. Life is like a mountain trail with ups and downs, twists and turns. It is most fulfilling when you follow the path best suited for you and find the beauty along the way. We hope to be relatable, inspiring, and leave you with healthier minds, bodies, and wallets. Join me in conversations with guests that intend to fill our souls and help us all along our path to living an abundant life. Hi, Nohani. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have you. Hi, Brandy. I'm so excited to be here as well. I always love our conversations. I know. So I know. Fun. It's gonna be. It's gonna be very good. So, um, it's a Monday morning. So bright. You know, not. It feels bright and early to me, but <laughs> it's not bright and early. But thank you for coming out. You showing up on a Monday and being here to sit with me and have this conversation. I'm really looking so happy to, it. to do so. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. <laughs> Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? Hi, so my name is Noilani and let's see. So I am in real estate as well as all things design. I am just such a nerd when it comes to interior design, homes, architecture. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Hawaii on the Big Island, a super small town called mm-hmm. Kohala. So even though I'm quite city now, I am super country. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the Big Island, I didn't realize till I was there. It's like so many different terrains and re- like regions. So what was the region that you grew up in like? So this is how I would be- best explain it. So actually, my name explains it. Okay. So my name is Noilani Kanaheleo Kohala. That okay. is my Hawaiian name. And it means heavenly mist that falls over the valleys of Kohala. Oh. And so I grew up pretty close to the end of the road, the northern tip. And um, there's this beautiful valley called Polalu. And so it's a little breezy, a little rainy, you know, it's a little bit choppy there with the water. Yeah, it's just such a beautiful place. But yeah, as you said, we have snow, we have desert, Mm -hmm. we have, um, gosh, you know, forested area. I mean, any type of terrain you can think of, if you want to be like out in the middle of the lava, you can do that. that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Dried lava, but yes, yeah. (laughs) Lava rock. Oh, that's so cool. Now, is there up in that little town Is there like a little chapel or like a historic site? Yeah. So we have a few historic sites in the area. There is the King Kamehameha statue. Yeah. yeah. And so that's right when, right before you start driving to Polalu and before the really windy road. And uh, yeah, it's an old plantation Mm -hmm. town, which is really cool. In fact, the home that I grew up in originally, it was a super, super old plantation home with the shower kind of outside ish Mm -hmm. and Uh, with spiders. (laughs) Maybe not so. <laughs> Super country. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, we oh, had a little farm it. growing up. It was pretty oh, fun. It is beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. I just remember that. I remember that statue because we drove up there and did a hike. And that was one of my favorite places yeah. on the island was that hike we did. It's so neat. Yeah. So that probably maybe was Polalu Valley mm-hmm. over at the end of the yeah. road. Yep. Yeah. It's such a beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gorgeous. How <laughs> lucky you were to be, you know, grow up in such a beautiful place. Yeah. I love it. I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And now, and now you're here. Yes. And so tell us a little bit about what you, what you do here. Yeah. So I moved over to Washington in 2010. Mm -hmm. And, um, at that time I was still doing interior design. I was doing mostly sustainable design, which was so great moving up here because, you know, it was such a focus. So I worked at a place called Eco House for a while Mm -hmm. and worked with a lot of sustainable products. You know, from there, I, you know, just to kind of back up a little bit, I've always been surrounded by um, construction, okay, <laughs> home yeah. building, yeah, you know, the process. Mm-hmm. My stepdad built homes, my mom designed them and, cool. you know, sold them. Awesome. And so it's always been there. And so it kind of morphed, you know, into real estate yeah. to be able to combine both of them mm-hmm. together. So I do a lot of, you know, helping clients with remodels or just really helping them to kind of see the big picture because yeah. not everybody has that imagination. I don't. <laughs> So I value that. I I really value that because I can't, I can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really great at painting a picture Mm -hmm. so I can walk in and be like, all right, you know, well, of course, if it's approved by the contractor, but you know, we can take down this wall or build this up in this way and really help them to see because, you know, when they can really see the value in what the home can be, it can give a property a whole new meaning for them and really help it help you know, help it work for what they're looking for. So were you doing real estate in Hawaii then before you moved over here as well? No, no. I was doing yeah. interior design. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I've been doing that for, for many a years. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I don't yeah. know if I realized that. Yeah. It's so fun. I mean, when we have these conversations, because we do talk about things that maybe we haven't before and it's really yeah. interesting. So that's great. I didn't know that you had that. And I, like I said, I do really value that trait because I don't, I can't see it. So yeah, so you're able to then really probably help clients when you walk into their home before a listing and just really like give them that vision of this is what we're going to need to do to be able to sell at top dollar and Definitely. Now I also have quite a bit of experience with home staging. Mm -hmm. And so that can come in handy as well. You know, I work with the stagers that I do work with, you know, pretty intimately. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I always have an idea. I mean, I want them to do their thing. But, you know, I I have my idea, especially after talking to the clients and seeing how they live in a home Mm -hmm. or seeing what really works for them or knowing our market and possibly, you know, what buyers might be looking in certain areas or, you know, certain types of homes so I was talking to someone the other day about a property that was like on on property right it was Mm -hmm. a beautiful home but it was on property and it was at a higher price point and I know that buyers are buying at that higher price point even with rates where they are now but I don't know if the people that are buying those homes are looking for that like home on property with maintenance so I'm thinking one of the trends is maybe people are looking for the nice home, but less maintenance. What are you seeing in trends right now? Yeah, you know, so it's been very interesting, you know, during the pandemic, um, you know, and during that kind of time mm-hmm. frame, there were so many people that were working from home. And so they were looking for that property. They just wanted to have maybe a little bit more privacy space to space to roam, around, and, yeah. you know, space to be or space to probably build out. So multi-generational. Yeah. So we see yeah. a lot of that as mm-hmm. well. I am seeing, you know, more and more clients that don't want to have to take care of the property unless they have somebody do it for them, you know, because, you know, we always have that conversation, you know, if it's going to be an acre, acre and a half or even larger, you know, do you have that time to take care of it? Do you have the want to take care of it? 
or maybe you're looking for a property that has a park nearby, mm -hmm. you know, because their goal was really maybe to take their children to the park or be able to go for walks right. or maybe having a, you know, green belt behind them or something. And so really looking into the reason why instead of just, you know, going for that big property and right. then kind of, you know, maybe not re regretting it, but you know, yeah, being a little sorry about it. after, Not realizing maybe what mm -hmm. they're getting into. And yeah. I think we live on property, but I'm like in that shift, too, because I think it served its purpose. Mm -hmm. you know, raising our kids, we were able to have the park in our backyard. Yeah. Kids could run around. There was no cars to worry about. You know, we had nature on three sides. Like it felt really safe. And, you know, you can have doors open. But now that, you know, we're getting old, we had more energy too. <laughs> now that we're getting older, I'm like, I don't know that I want to spend my weekends out in the yard right. anymore. Right? Like, Especially I really want to. during summer. Yes. I mean, when yeah. the sun's out in Washington, that's yes. the last thing we really want to yeah. be doing. And then even like getting away or traveling. So like, mm -hmm. we're going to go away this um, for five days this weekend. And I'm like, oh, my garden's, gonna, you know, who's going to water my garden or my garden's going to die. My, we're going to come home to, a, you know, a brown lawn. And, I know. Uh, it happens so, really quickly. Yeah. So yeah. i got to figure out who can come. <laughs> come I might have a teenager who might be open. Oh, awesome. No, yeah. yeah. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that is that's something I was curious about. Is that mm -hmm. kind of a trend you're seeing? And yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is, you know, and, and there's workarounds, mm -hmm. you know, and then, you know, just really it's such a goal of mine to sit down and to have those deep conversations with clients and, you know, have the understanding as to why, okay, you mm -hmm. want big property. Why? Yeah. You know, like really getting down and asking why again, mm -hmm. you know, and seeing what well, would be, would we be able to solve it maybe with something that would work better for you in this community, right. in this area. And, you know, just, just finding that out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize till later the lack of sidewalks too. When you're in the country and on property and you don't have sidewalks, mm -hmm. I do want, that's like a number one thing on my list yeah. someday is like <laughs> walkability and the ability to walk my dog out the door and like Definitely. go for a walk. Because mm -hmm. right now I have to put her in the back of the car and we'll walk down here a lot in town, which is fun. Nice. But yeah, she has to come in the car to go yeah. for a walk. So. Which I know she doesn't mind. No, right? no, no, she doesn't. She doesn't. And she's not here today because... Mm -hmm. um, We've had like the reason I, I was telling you I haven't slept is our exchange. We got up at two o'clock yesterday morning to get Ooh. her to the airport, did our tear, tears all Saturday night, tears yesterday morning at the airport and then got home to go back to sleep. And we got the call that we had to go back and get her and there was flight changes. So oh, no. and then we were we, we couldn't sleep yesterday because we're trying to like resolve this and get yeah. a flight. And we didn't end up getting a flight until 530 this morning. So there's we none of us have slept much the last oh, couple no. of days. But um, she goes home now tomorrow. But the dog's not here today because they're spending the last day together. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. I know I did miss my greeting oh, at the front door, though. I know. I know. She is the best. I look forward She's, to that. Yeah, she is the best. I love having her here. So, so nice. Yeah. So you talk a little bit about like what you do for your clients, but mm -hmm. you're also pretty community engaged, I would say. So you do a lot outside of, you know, just that one-on-one -on -one with your clients and providing that service. You do a lot within your community and yeah. educate, you know, with the women's council, we'll kind of go there first a little mm -hmm. bit because that's such a good organization for education for all of us in the industry. It um, really is. Mm -hmm. I mean, the amount that 
I personally mm-hmm. have, um, yeah, I mean, not amount, but you know, just the, the great reward, yes. I should say that I've received from being a part of women's council. I'd love to talk a little bit about it. Yeah. So in 2019, I was asked by a colleague, Kayla G, who is currently going into the presidency for, um, 2020, if I would join the board and I joined originally, I think it was program director and then it morphed into another position and, <laughs> And then I moved into the first vice president or um, secretary position. They, they keep changing, you know, the names of the positions. But. Yeah. And so I started then and, you know, we weren't able to travel in 2020 mm-hmm. and we had to kind of pivot and do a lot of online courses and classes. Yeah. But just the community out, outreach, you know, we were able to support, you know, other organizations, also supporting our realtors, mm-hmm. you know, Women have not always had (laughs) an equal opportunity in our industry. And um, these women, they're all across the nation and their goal is really to build leadership. And so it is not something for self. It is Mm -hmm. something that, you know, we grow by supporting others and it's beautiful. It is. And you really feel that when you're there. Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody is so welcoming. I've had met the best people. I mean, and and when I say like me, it's not just me. Like they take you, they take Mm -hmm. you and they introduce you to other people. There's the connections made, the education. I joined Seattle Metro, I think in 2017. So I was there 2017, 18, 19 kind of in 20, we're all, (laughs) you know, and then, and then in 21, I, when I came up here and opened Mm -hmm. this branch, I joined Snohomish chapter. So I've been with Snohomish since then, but that Seattle Metro group, the, you know, just was so well, you know, structured and Mm -hmm. there was so much good education and definitely relationship building, you know, and it's really fun because we do have the organizations spread out, you know, across even Washington. Mm -hmm. So we collaborate a lot together, you know, like one of my favorite is the Snohomish collaboration we do at first in Maine. So it's wine and design. So they talk about home staging as well as the design options, you know, offered. And, you know, it's just, it's so great because, you know, in our industry to have other women and men, you know, Mm -hmm. both. Yeah. Yeah. We welcome both with open arms to collaborate. Mm -hmm. So it is how can we share and how can we make our business better? How can we support Mm -hmm. each other? And so there is just a really beautiful collaboration. And, you know, you go in there and it's we're friends. You know, we truly are friends. We hang out outside of Women's Council as well, too. And and really love being able to support our vendors and, you know, from from all walks, from every anybody who could support in real estate. You know, we kind of welcome Mm -hmm. them in. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's so great. And, and I think that's kind of how I live on this side of the business too. But even within women's council, it's like rise by lifting others. And like, we gain from each other, we can help each other out. Like, do you have a product or have you navigated this or like Mm -hmm. what works? There's we're so much better when we can do that and not live in silos. I 100% agree. You know, I mean, there's more than enough for everybody Mm -hmm. and, you know, to live in an abundant mindset and really be able to support each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's beautiful. Yes. It's it's really, you know, the more and more people who join or the more and more people that really, you know, think that way, it, it makes it better, not just for our clients, for ourselves, you Mm -hmm. know, for the business as a whole. So I really encourage 
everyone. Yes, and it's yeah. Anyone, if you if you if there. you're an agent out there and you're yeah. not part of Women's <laughs> Council, look it up because yeah, yeah, it's a great it's a great place to or be. Or a vendor, you yeah, know, or a vendor, affiliate, partner yeah, and learn yeah, more about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've benefited so much as a strategic partner, and it was fun. I think it was 2019, right before the pandemic. I got strategic partner of the year. That was super Woo! fun. That was when I Michelle know, well Hunt deserved. was a yeah, yeah <laughs> was president. And I know someday, someday maybe I will join the board as well. I'm kind of waiting to get Brooklyn through this last little bit of high school and then understood yeah yeah and you know how it is like we can't just over we have to like we got to protect our yeah. time as yeah. well I mean I was president last year mm-hmm. and it was a wonderful year you know we really were able to achieve so much mm-hmm. and really support so much but there's a lot of travel involved yeah and you know this year I'm like I have to, you know, we have to be able to say no sometimes and, you know, be able to create time Mm -hmm. for, you know, other things as well. Yeah. mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for your service as part of that, because that is a big time commitment and, Mm -hmm. and you do such a great job of, you know, pulling together the events and those joint events, like you were saying, where so that you even bring in the different groups. I mean, yeah. I love the the King and Snohomish collaboration. So, and I, there was even one that we did like on a cruise. Were you at that one? I wasn't at okay, that one. Okay. That one no, was really fun to have King and Snohomish. <laughs> it's good to have like all the groups together. Yeah. yeah. So we're one big group. And so. then the South, Tac- is it the Tacoma group? That's a really strong one oh, as well. Oh yeah. They're super chapter. Yeah. So is that I mean, Pierce? Is it Pierce? Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, Pierce Tacoma. Okay. And we look to them a lot for support because they're a super chapter and they they know what's up. Yeah, like, they have some yeah. serious energy coming out I of there, know. too. Those girls know how to have fun. I know. They're great. <laughs> we always love getting together. And also, you know, we'll do state run events mm-hmm. where we'll all, you know, meet in the middle somewhere. And it, it's a blast. Yeah. We learn a lot. We share a lot. And it's yeah. a blast. Good. It's good people. It's such good Agreed. people. Yeah. Agreed. And actually, I don't know if you know like this building is owned by Britta's family. Yes. So I met Britta. She was on the board the first year I joined Women's Council. And um, yeah, so we had looked at this building and you know, it looked like it was kind of out of our price range. And then she had posted it. And I'm like, Rita, don't do that. Because like, I, I want I want to be in there, but it's too expensive. And then it ended up all working out. So, of course it did. And yep. like, love it. it yeah. This building is meant for you. Yeah, it truly is. It yeah. is. It has been so great. And she was here. It was funny because I came to bring stuff to move back in the week I was moving back in. And she was here painting and doing work <laughs> like she loves this building, too. So it's really fun to be able to like, Kind of like we both love it so much being that together, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. It's great. Britta's awesome. I really, she's really um, still strongly supportive mm-hmm. and, you know, helping us out. Yeah. So. so on top of that, like I also wanted to talk a little bit about your involvement in Fosterful. In fact, I think we have a Zoom meeting tomorrow. Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah, which I'm excited Yay! for. I know, me so as well. So to collaborate on that, the fall event. Yeah, the fall event, which is Hearth and Harvest, and that's going to be October 19th at the residence in Bellevue. And we are still looking for sponsors, volunteers, <laughs> and committee members. But okay. yeah, let's talk a little bit about yeah. it because we both have such a strong love. And yeah, we just, 
I mean, we really connected on that. We did. Yeah. And it's, it's, it was actually women's council that brought it to get, brought yeah. it all together though. Right. We <laughs> yeah. did, it was during COVID mm-hmm. when we were doing online meetings and you and I did a webinar, a shared webinar Yes, on with office moms and dads. Yes. And that's where I kind of got to know all about the program and then signed up to be a volunteer from there. So you had been involved with them prior to that. Yeah, I, I think, I gosh, I want to say it was early 2019, I believe, or late 2018. And I was looking for, you know, I, I had these chunks of times, you know, when I'm setting up my schedule and I was like, I'd love to find um, something in my community where I can offer, you know, some of my time. You know, my friends that all know me know that children yes. are just, they have a special place in my heart mm-hmm. and I'm the baby whisperer. Yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, you know, I was looking for something kind of in that realm that I could help out locally. And um, they came up on Facebook. Facebook was probably listening to what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, Here we go. Oh, you that's know? so cool. Yeah. And so, you know, at the time it was office moms and dads and now they're foster full. I saw, started volunteering volunteering over in the Everett office. At that time, we were called, you know, office moms, and we would get a call if children were brought in um, before they were placed in foster care. At that time, you know, before uh, foster full came in, what was going on was, you know, the children were just kind of running around while, you know, mm-hmm. they were trying to find some some help. Having to listen to the having to listen case to workers make the phone calls. And, I know. Yeah. And so... And the caseworkers trying to juggle totally, all that. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it just wasn't working out. And so Fosterful, you know, goes in and, you know, they, we have it set up. So we'll have backpacks, you know, we'll have food for them, a stuffy, a blankie, mm-hmm. clothes, diapers, pretty much anything that they could need. Because a lot of times when these children are, you know, being removed from their um, their homes, they don't come with anything or maybe just a plastic bag with, mm-hmm. you know, a few things in there. And so really things to make them be at home. And what we do is we just spend time with the kids. You know, I mean, it's really that simple reading them books and, mm-hmm. you know, um, we were able to go into the different locations and um, set up rooms, you know, that had a TV and books and toys and, you know, just some artwork, a place to maybe rest. And we just kind of hang out with them mm-hmm. and read stories to them and and just, you know, just offer our time. There has been some changes, though. There's been a new house bill of 1227 that's going into next month, they are really working on supporting families so that they can keep the children in the home Mm -hmm. or find family members, you know, for them to stay with. So there's been a little bit of change within the structure of Fosterful. But from there, you know, they really pivoted. And, you know, they've started a new program where they're looking for volunteers and it's called, you know, sidekicks. And what these volunteers are offering is maybe to go into the home if they're staying with family members or, you know, if they're still in the home and they can use some help, you know, maybe doing drop-offs in the morning a few days a week, helping oh. them with sports, taking them to, you know, different activities or just a friend to hang out with, yeah. you know, things that you can offer. So you can really kind of tailor it, maybe what your specialties are or what time frames you have available, or maybe there's a child in your neighborhood and you're taking your cool. kids to school, Yeah, you know? Wow, and so that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to learn more about that piece because I've done mm-hmm. the sitting with the kids and I think yeah. I just happened to sign up 
at Monroe, which happens happens to be one that is still kind kind of active. Kind of, yeah. yeah. They've closed down a few, unfortunately, yeah. um, because of this new change. But they're working through those details. Yeah. But I love that you're there in Monroe. Oh my gosh! Oh, I love yeah. and and it's like the experience is so rewarding because mm. I've gone from like. I'll call it nap trapped, you yeah. know, like with the infant on your chest, which is like, okay, we hate that, right? I know. <laughs> Sitting there for two hours yeah. with a sleeping baby on me. Oh, and just loving on I them. Know. It's like the best. Just a little smell. <laughs> head <laughs> and then to sitting with a teenager and trying to play I'm not a video gamer and I had this girl we played a lot of like hangman and did different games she wanted to play video games and yeah. so we both were learning together it was kind of funny oh, that is but fun. you get that full range and then yeah. you know those little ones but when you take them back into that room and let them pick mm-hmm. pick out stuff it's yeah. like so fun to see them do that too because they're like they get excited about like oh I get to choose what I want yep. to, you and know? it's all new things mm-hmm. you know so it was very important Important that you know they would have something for themselves yes. you know like yeah. people donate really great you know great sh- things you know sometimes we'll have a cute pair of nikes in there yeah. you know and so just something really nice for them that is theirs yes you know and it's important and that makes them feel yeah and they get something mm-hmm. that they can like attach to a stuffed animal or blanket yeah. and then some clothes mm-hmm. yeah it's great it's yeah. so great so but the sidekicks that's I mean, I love that piece of it. Part of what I loved about Fosterful is that it was a daytime volunteer. Like so mm-hmm. many of the organizations or things that I do involve nighttime stuff, which I really wanted to get away from that. Yeah. As I kind of cherished this last few years mm-hmm. of parenting. I mean, I've been a mom going at it for years, but it's like, okay, the end is like coming close and yes. I just need to be really present right now. So I love this with the sidekicks that you can even take back even more of that control with like the scheduling because Definitely. you can like have it be during the day, but mm-hmm. it can be something we can work around our yeah, schedules too, which yeah, is just awesome. really working it around your schedule, yeah. which is, you know, really nice. And, you know, f- maybe finding a family in your community, yeah. you know, somebody nearby, somebody that some you run into sometimes and, you know, they'll have a little friend to say hi to. Yeah. So, and it's funny because I was talking with my friend, Carol, I think you t- I told you that she is actually a therapist on the side of like working with the families to keep them together. That's mm-hmm. been like, she's done a lot of like work with parents and children, like teaching them yeah. how to play with their kids. So from her, I think from her perspective, this is probably also like such a great thing because it's very yeah. similar to the work she does in teaching them mm-hmm. kind of how to parent or how to play with your kids or interact. And so having that outside influence through this Sidekicks program maybe will be good not only for the kids, but yeah. for the parents. To Agreed. See. Yeah. And, you know, this this is also being very it's very helpful because, you know, they're if, when they're not placed in foster care and they're um, placed maybe with a family member. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these family members don't have children or sometimes they're older and, you know, they're caring Tired. for multiple mm-hmm. kids to try to keep them together. And, you know, they really want the best and they're trying their best, mm-hmm. but they, it can be a, a little bit of a struggle yeah. trying to balance everything. So just knowing that you have a friend and someone that will come in that cares and someone even maybe to talk to, because, you know, it's not always the children that need support, yes. only yeah. need support. Yeah. You know, a lot of the the family members do as well. And so, you know, so that's really where a lot of the funding is going to, you know, I mean, another thing too, is a lot of the family members who are offering to support, they are not getting funding coming in as quickly as if it was a foster family. Right. And so they're really trying to have to find ways to make things, make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And that can be very stressful. And so they really are trying to, you know, build and, you know, be able to offer more support to them with sidekicks, but also financially if they yeah, can. Yeah, some resources mm-hmm. for yep. them. 
Yeah, that's interesting that, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's a longer, so they have to go through a longer process to be able to somehow be a caretaker. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then they still do the companions, um, which is, you know, what Mm -hmm. you're offering. It's not office moms anymore. It's called companion. Um, You know, some of the main offices that are open right now are Bellevue. Bellevue's, there's so much volunteers there and they're rocking and rolling, which is really great. Kent and MLK, uh, you know, in in South Seattle, they definitely need more volunteers. So Mm -hmm. if there's anybody in those, you know, areas or, you know, that maybe after work can offer a little bit of time or something if they're driving out there. um, yeah, it's fosterful. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. And fosterful, it was Sarah lives in Vancouver, right? So I think they Correct. are Washington, mm-hmm. Idaho. Yes. Oregon. Yeah, they're they're, they're trying, trying to spread out now with, you know, the the passing of the the new bill, there's they're pivoting a bit. And so they're still trying to find ways to be involved in all those communities that they are, even if they're not in mm-hmm. the office. And so yeah, there's they're tweaking right now because yeah. the bill goes into effect next month. And so they're really preparing everything okay. for that. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was cool to see, hear Sarah's story, like yes. of how she had this vision to create this, because I think she was a foster mom seeing mm-hmm. how the system was kind of broken for these kids and these caseworkers. Yeah. And she kind of came up with this vision and she's worked really hard to execute. And I think it's probably been almost 10 years. Gosh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a long so, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really admire her in, the, I in that journey. I'm going to have to have her on to come talk about <laughs> Yes. Definitely think you should. We'll just yeah. pivot right into that. Right? <laughs> that would be so, great. We yeah. can talk to her about it tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely will because she has a really cool story. So and she that does. makes this event that we're going to be about, you know, kind of um, I'm just kind of joining the conversation now of the yeah. planning. But um it's always a really fun event because it is does does feel so good, right? It's, yeah, it really is. And, you know, we're keeping it small this year. So we're doing 100 tickets. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're trying to get a children's choir involved. Aww. And we have, a you know, a lot of, you know, community support and really just to kind of, you know, uplift the community and have them involved. So yeah. it, it's just... It really gathers some wonderful people. You yeah. know, you were there at the yeah. last event and we were unfortunately weren't able to hold it this past year, but it will be an annual event. We're just kind of pivoting into yeah, know, the new making some changes. Yeah. But um, yeah. And it was excited. so fun because at that last one, like I knew you and mm-hmm. I knew Danica. I didn't know Danica supported Fosterful. Yeah. And so to see her there and, and anybody that's listened to the podcast, she was she had, you know, an episode on here. That was a great episode, I by know. the way. It I love Danica. I know. I <laughs> I do love her. And so, but there was other people too there. And I'm like, I had no idea you were involved, but it wasn't a huge group of people, but mm-hmm. it was, it was funny because I felt like, wow, I just like, it's fun to see these other people I know that have this heart for this. So it's, yeah. it's really cool. And it's like, again, goes back to our soul filler, like the people that yes. fill our souls, you know, <laughs> we kind of are attracted to the same, you know, same I things. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I know, and we've had some pretty intense conversations and I think that's, that's the other piece is that like, even with, with women's council, with foster mm-hmm. full, like you have such a big heart. Right. And thank like, you. I just love that about I you. I try to live through my heart. <laughs> definitely. Heart centered. Yeah. Heart centered yeah. for yeah. sure. Oh, I've got my little bracelet. Oh, I love it. For the heart chakra. Yes. <laughs> so, I love it. yeah. So it's just been so great to get to know you over the last couple of years and Agreed. and all that you are and like, yeah, hearing about your boys and raising yeah. your boys, like 
uh, yeah, you have these two incredible boys, like two different, right? But like sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Senior and kindergartner. So I just went through graduation, all the family over from Hawaii. It was big and I was a hot mess. And (laughs) I was, (laughs) Yeah, it was, you know, just looking at pictures from kindergarten and then, you know, from where he's at and just that journey. It's, it's been so fun to watch and knowing that I'm restarting it all over again with my soon to be first grader. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and it's, it's kind of fun because like you're, you're kind of going through like, it's like a bittersweet, it's a mourning, but an excitement for them to like move on. And then, but you've still got this insurance with having this other one for a long time. (laughs) I will tell you though, that's where I'm at. I was telling friends this weekend. I was like, you know, I had my kids so spread out Mm because they were all seven years apart, right? So yeah, 14 years total. I'm like, so I'm never going to have to be empty nested, you know, (laughs) it's going to be so far away. And then when I walked downstairs last week and saw these 15 balloons for Brooklyn's birthday, I was just like, my heart sink. I'm like, oh my gosh, it is going to end someday. (laughs) It's so close. But yeah, I wonder if I'll be a a super mess with her. I'm sure I will. Oh gosh, I know. I wasn't expecting it at all. Like it just hit me, Mm -hmm. but it was a good release. Yeah. A lot of excitement around it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. It's like that feeling. I mean, I just I do love to feel things. Right. And it's like you it's it's not it's not like you're sad so much. It's like it's like a celebration or a milestone crossing. And it just is like it's like joy and all this mixed up. Yeah. It's just like this beautiful culmination of all the memories of, you know, who they are and, you know, where Mm -hmm. they're going and who they're going to be. And yeah, it's it's all built around joy, a little sadness. I mean, he's not running out of the house quite yet. Thank goodness. Good, good, good. good. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing is when we have them so spread apart, like Mm -hmm. it'll be when he does fly, it'll be so sad for your youngest to like, oh, right. Like, yes, he won't have anybody to boss around but me. Oh, so he rules the roost a little bit. Oh, he oh, yeah. thinks he does. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh. But they have funny. a good relationship. Yeah, the they definitely boys. do. Yeah. They have a pretty fun relationship. There is a lot of jujitsu moves between mm-hmm. the two of them. And so chokeholds and and then when, you know, one has to leave, you know, when, well, when big brother has to go or do something, then it turns into like, I am now the partner to <laughs> roll with. You know? Well, you take good care of yourself. So you're like fit. Right. At least you can keep up with them a little bit. Uh, I tap out quite a bit. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And now raising boys, because I've heard I haven't had boys, but I heard they're like destructive. So when you take in your design element and like your vision of your home and bring in the boys. Oh, my. Let's say this. I actually do have white chairs Uh in my home. Okay, so like fabric fabric. Oh, wow. That's impressive. I am pretty impressed as well. And I just have rules of mm-hmm. where my younger one sits. Okay. And he seems to follow them. Oh, nice. I know. So I was a little <laughs> surprised by that, but it, it seems to be going okay. Well, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if even with the girls, I could, I mean, I, I mean, they're all like glitter glue and mm-hmm. slime and, oh, you know, yeah. glitter everywhere. I have one friend, she has two little girls and she loves glitter and her husband oh. hates it. So she would even, she's like, we're going to go to Brandy's and play with glitter. <laughs> uh, I like to glitter say bombs. making yeah. a mess with excellent success. I don't like the messes, by the way, but like, yeah. I try to keep them outside for the most yeah. part. We, we like to get messy. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Just, and like 
the Christmas cookie time when there's like sprinkles oh all over the house. I, I do love dye. it. I do love it. I mean, it's the memory making, right? Like, Definitely. yeah. Yeah. So there's a balance, I guess. Although someday I like, oh, it'll be nice when my house stays clean, you know? But, I know. You know, it is a little weird when it does stay clean mm-hmm, some days, though. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what do you what's going on? What's happening? <laughs> Where's the mess? Still here? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Be alive. <laughs> oh, so okay. So you've got you do all this juggle and this balance, being a you know a single mom with mm-hmm. these boys and giving back to the community and doing your real estate work. So you know the, how you juggle everything is really impressive. But you also are like I feel like really good about setting boundaries, right, and creating the life yeah. that you want. Um, setting boundaries has been a work in progress yeah. for me. It wasn't mm-hmm. something that I was born with. Mm-hmm. I've always been a Let's say I I used to be <laughs> a people pleaser. You know, okay, I mean, yeah. I love when people are happy. It mm-hmm. makes me happy. But at the same time, um, I really had to work on things like saying no without mm-hmm. an explanation. Right. You know, unless they ask or, you know, really looking at how I want my life to be and um, how I want to be able to give to others in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I had to pull back on some things and, you know, really set those boundaries and it's gotten easier and easier, Mm -hmm. you know, the more that I've practiced, but it definitely is a practice. Yeah. I feel like people, they've just gotten more used to it. My family members and, you know, close friends and stuff, you know, that um, I can't always say yes to everything and that's okay, Mm -hmm. you know, and I never expect them to either, but, you know, it really is looking at how I foresee my life and really what I want in it and how I want to give and how I'll be able to do that. Right. And so setting boundaries has been a big part of that. And it goes back to us doing kind of what brings us joy, right? Yes. And that's like creating life that we want that brings us joy while we're able to give back to our community and be there for our families. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it does require boundaries. And so that's something I'm working on too. Like just it's it's being uncomfortable in that conversation. Yeah. That's what that's a part I don't like that friction or that uncomfortable. But yeah, I I'm, think- I'm finding I'm getting a lot more used to being uncomfortable mm-hmm. with things because mm-hmm. I realize that when I'm uncomfortable, I'm growing, Yes, you know, yeah. and I always, oh, you know, I used to try to avoid it, you know, mm-hmm. so often before, but now I'm like, I'm, I'm not happy that I'm uncomfortable, yeah. but you know, I'm like, okay, growth period. Yeah. You know? like, how, what can I get out of this? Yes. You know, how can I look deeper to what it really is that's bothering me and, you know, work through it? Yes. And I think Dana and I talked about that too. It's almost like a signal to yourself that you are shifting, mm-hmm. like something shifting. And if you can look at that, like something exciting, like, yeah. okay, where's this going to take me? Yeah. What am I going to learn from this? Yeah. It's almost something to look forward to or be excited about. Like, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. So where do you see yourself, like, you know, building your real estate business or des- the design piece? Where do mm-hmm. you see yourself going from here? You know, I live in Lake Stevens. Mm-hmm. And so I love my community there. I've been there for, gosh, seven and a half years now. And so really working within my community yeah. and in the surrounding Snohomish area. I, I work in King County and Snohomish County, but I love my Snohomish yeah. County. You know, yeah. I love supporting the people that I know and, you know, really, you know, within that community. And so really continuing to build that. You know, I, I also work with investors and doing, fl- mm-hmm. you know, flips and, you know, just really kind of helping yeah. them to prepare on the design side mm-hmm. of things. And so really kind of fine tuning into that and 
I don't like to have work noy and home noy yes. and mom noy and friend noy. Yes. You know, like I really want it all. It all is all together. You yeah. know, like one of our favorite things, um, Liam loves coming to me, coming with me for closings. Mm-hmm. He loves to pass off the keys. Oh, cute. You know, and yeah. so really kind of incorporating those mm-hmm. things because, you know, it's it's my it's who I am, mm-hmm. right? It's it's my business. It's part of my family as well. And so really kind of removing, you know, those blocks and yes. just like it's it's together. It's and my life. It's, there's something so beautiful about kind of delving into your community that way too. And it's like, you're not having to be, oh, here's me mm-hmm. at work and here's me. You know, yeah. you're just, it's all blended together. You're in your community where people know yeah. you as a mom, people know mm-hmm. you as an agent, people know you as a designer. And then just finding these different con- yes, you know? connection. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The true yeah. you. Have you ever um, met Safina that she has done just amazing work with the Lake Stevens Food Bank? No, but the Lake Stevens Food Bank just reopened. Yes, I that saw. Be- yes, on, yeah. on um, what is that? Is that twentieth? Is yeah, it twentieth? Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. But we graduated from Lake Stevens together oh, in cool. high school. So she's another one I do want to have on here eventually. But I would, I think the two of you would. I'd love to meet yeah, her. Yeah, I'll have to I, see I if we can connect be because be she's a great one in the community. Mm-hmm. That's again heart centered and really yeah. cares about the community. Um, and that's such a great organization to support too, right? Definitely. You know, and like Stevens and have, you know, get your kids involved with or, yeah. you know, have them see So that. I'm actually planning to stop over there. Um, I have some friends out in Seattle that run T2P2. Okay. So what they do is they take donations for pads and tampons and okay. women products. Yeah. And um, we make period packs yes. and pass them mm-hmm. out around the community for, you know, the homeless or, you know, anybody that can't really easily get their hands because mm-hmm. they're so expensive. Yes. And so, so um, I have a bunch of packs that I just packed up and I'm going to go take them over to the food bank oh, awesome. so that they can have some of that yeah. there as well. But okay. yeah, Perfect. Plus I'm really excited to see the new building because yes. I saw it coming up. Mm-hmm. I've dri- been driving past it and yeah, great location, yes. great big building. So that's so cool. Mm-hmm. So that's just another way like you're yeah. out there. Yeah. Doing it, doing the work and being present. So mm-hmm. thank you. So let's talk about, yeah, your words of advice and kind of have some conversation around that. Ooh, um, words of advice. Be yourself. Yes. Like just truly own who you are. Every little weird part about yourself, <laughs> every silly thing that you might think is silly, it makes you unique. And, you know, I just, I find like, stop looking around for, right. you know, like people that you, you think are great or, I mean, well, yeah, look around for people you think are great, but don't try to be like that. Yeah. Like just own who you are, you know, and really just feel into that. And I, I feel like the more authentic you are and the more you grow into your mm-hmm. own, like the better it is for everybody. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. I saw a cartoon or a meme the other day, or it was like a little poem. Was it? I can't remember who it was, but it was saying that it was showing a character. I think it was actually a Shel Silverstein. Mm-hmm. One character walking around with a mask all of her life, and another character walking around with a mask all of their life. Yeah, and and they're like, we never could find our people, be- but they were there. Yeah, nobody was all just along. willing yeah. to be yeah. authentic and open up and be yeah. who they were. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't find each other because they yeah. were too busy trying to be what society wanted them to be. And I'm like, that is such a beautiful like analogy. It, it really is. You know, I mean, 
yeah, I love authentic people. I, mm-hmm. I like to be weird around people sometimes just because I feel like it gives them a space to just really, truly be who mm-hmm. they are. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Still, people can be kind of serious around yeah. here. I didn't yeah. grow up around that. You know, yeah. growing up in Hawaii, we were very friendly and goofy and just, you know, playful. And mm-hmm. so I just I love when people are authentic and just who they really are. Yes. And I get to have that opportunity to meet them there. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I know that's been part of the growth journey, too. It's right. The you just getting rid of all those shoulds and mm-hmm. what, you know, what we sh- sh- feel like we have to be. And yeah. we don't have to be anything but who we are. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and really, I think I really worried about what people thought of me. And I'm yeah. like, why does that matter? I mean, nobody really thinks about us as much as we think no, about ourselves. Right? We think about ourselves way more than anybody else thinks about us. So it's know? kind of like ego. That's <laughs> There's a lot of ego in that thought oh, that, is, you, yeah. you know, I have to, you know, no, that's, yeah. Well, it's pretty much all the training that we've had throughout life, mm-hmm. right? School, kids, yes. you know, teenage. I mean, just what we should be, what is important, you know, mm-hmm. or what we're told is important. And, you know, it, it's not quick and easy to no. get past that. No. You know, we have to do a lot of work to really move past, you know, those obstacles mm-hmm. and and really kind of sometimes refine who we are. Yes. You know, and like interrupt those thought patterns even, right? Like yeah. stopping the unconscious bias, the thing, the thoughts we don't even realize that we're having mm-hmm. or the patterns we don't even think about. They're just yeah. so ingrained, right? Like and having to slow down and like stop and go, okay, is that... Is that, does that align with what I want and who mm-hmm. I am? You know, no. No. <laughs> yeah. And thoughts so, are not who we are, you right. know? So we can have yeah. all these crazy thoughts, but sometimes just to sit and think like, no, that's not, yeah. that's not really, that's yeah. not what I'm thinking or how I'm feeling. Yeah. Like it's just a thought in my head. Yeah. So. It doesn't align with who mm-hmm. I am. And that's, that's maybe where some of that power is, is like, Oh, we can. Yeah, that's no, we get to decide who we are and who we want to be. Right. Like, yes, we can make that choice. And that's Mm -hmm. so great. And we've talked a lot about how our kids are being raised to maybe not have all those societal pressures that we had, which is so beautiful. It really is. Yeah. I love that they have more freedom to really be who they are. Definitely. And more encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we grew up in a different time as our children are growing up in a different time. You know, we keep having these these changes. And, you know, the the more that we spend time to really find ourselves and be who we are and, you know, show that to our children, it mm-hmm. just offers them, you know, a, yeah. that glimpse of, you know, seeing that and like, OK, yeah, this is cool. Just be who I am. Yeah. You know, and I think my daughter had said it like during COVID, we were having a discussion and she's like, Mom, I. I realized I'm really lucky because I can be whoever I want to be. And I know you'll wow. love me. Right. <laughs> and wow. she's like, she's like, not all my friends have that. Yeah. Like she's like, you know, has friends that maybe can't be mm-hmm. fully completely themselves in front of their families. Yeah. And, and I think she was coming to an age where she recognized that and was grateful for it. We always got to grasp onto those things that when our kids are like, yes, yes. yes. (laughs) Okay. We're doing something right. Maybe not, not everything. I'm not doing everything right. That's for sure. But there's somewhere in there we're doing something. You know, it's it's really helping them to build their trust in themselves too. Mm -hmm. You know, like I found sometimes I'm like, oh, don't. And then I will like stop myself and I'm like, who knows better what you need than you do? Mm -hmm. I mean, not talking about a little baby, but you know, like as they start to get older and, and really helping them to build that trust in themselves mm-hmm. and see who they are and, you know, make mistakes or, you know, do things that, you know, 
they may have to grow from. But, you know, it really helps them to kind of come into their own. And that's also an important piece of that is that perfection. Like I almost I had that sphere of failure and almost thought I had to be perfect for a long Mm -hmm. time. Right. And within that then you're not learning. No. No. So it's like, how great is that? Like, that? go out there and fail. Yeah. <laughs> go out there and fail make mistakes. Ethically, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do it well. And that's going to build, to be so character building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what am I going to do today to just be myself? Ooh, yeah. what a great question to ask. I know. I love so that. I'm like yeah. pondering. I'm like, Ooh. what can I do? I'm going to have to think about that. So listeners, as you're listening, like think about what you can do today or this week to like really be authentically yourself. And I think I just need to go meditate and do some time outside and like listen. Sometimes I need to take the time to like listen. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the time to do some meditating, some outside time and like really listen to what it is that maybe I need to do. Meditation outside is even better. I love it. (laughs) I have this one spot in my yard and I don't know why I go there, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like close to the tree line and the birds are really loud out there and it's beautiful. And so I'll take a blanket, but just be grounded and to sit there and I'm like, so peaceful. I tell you, earthing. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. It's the best. I love it. Yeah. Now you spend a lot of time like out on the water even you I like do. you're a water baby is that I'm obsessed with water okay. <laughs> so I mean I've just grown up in the water I grew up paddling canoes swimming mm-hmm. just being in the water all the time and when I moved to Washington I originally moved to West Seattle so I was an admiral so okay. there's the water right there yes I just went to Alki for the first time in my life last what? week yes. oh, sorry I didn't mean to be so excited but I'm excited. I, know. I told I told no. my extension I waited 48 years wow. to come here with you um <laughs> just so I could come here with with you for the first time but no we went and we did the path down so you could see the seattle skyline and had dinner and it was a beautiful evening but yeah Yeah. never been there before what a cool place to live yeah Yeah. so i lived there for you know quite a while while um, my older son was in elementary and then now i'm in lake stevens you know i'm not too far from the lake yeah so just being able to see the water i I do like to go for, you know, even if I only have 10 minutes, I'll mm-hmm. go just hang out by the lake for 10 minutes, maybe meditate or just walk around mm-hmm. paddleboard. You know, that's my fave. The paddleboarding agent no. is what you are. <laughs> <No>. Like, <laughs> I loved your videos this weekend. Oh, oh, I couldn't yeah. help it. I'm out there on the paddleboard and I see these two beautiful homes for sale. And of course, I'm like looking it up and I'm like, all right, do a little video. <laughs> Who's looking? Yes, I love it. Get I love it. From the other side. And it's so fun in our industry too. Like one of my favorite things is is the houses. It's like I'm obsessed with like seeing how other people live yes. or what houses look like or how they function. Yes. It's so fun to yeah. see. As I said, architecture and design yes. nerd right here. Yes. It makes me so happy to see it. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Well, I think we'll kind of close up today, but I mean... Okay. I could talk to you forever. So we'll probably, you know, Trent will probably turn us (laughs) off and we'll keep chatting. But people want to connect with you. What is the best way to find you? So the easiest way to find me is just probably going to be on Instagram. And it's at Noilani Real Estate. So I'll spell that for you. (laughs) It's N-O-E-L-A-N-I Real Estate. You can also reach me by email at Mm -hmm. hello at noilanirealestate.com. Thank you so much for joining us today and for, yeah, talking to us about just being who we are. And that's how important that is. So thank you for everything you bring to me, to our community and to the 
you know, real estate industry in Snohomish County. I'm super grateful for you. Thank you. <laughs> I love that you're doing this, by the way. Aww. I've just been enjoying these podcasts and the guests you've been having on. And so what a calling. <laughs> well, I just, I'm just so excited to have the conversations and see where they take us. Yeah. I just learned so much about you today. I didn't know. And I love that. <laughs> oh, great. I love it. It's so fun. So, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Soul Filler Diaries, hosted by Brandy Hecker, produced by Red Trucks.